Hello and welcome to the Q York podcast. It's great to have you with us today and we hope that as you listen, you'll be inspired as we continue on our shared quest together. This podcast is entirely free and yet it's not cheap to put together and wouldn't be possible without the generosity of our supporters. So if you consider yourself a supporter of Q, then please head to qyork.co.uk and hit donate to show your support today because there really is no Q without you. Thank you and enjoy today's message. Awesome. I think uh, these clips have got a lot of power in themselves when you, um, you know, watch them. They seem to be for children, but I know that I've had um, an awful lot out of them myself. Um, I'm aware tonight that we're going to be mixing metaphors and some people don't like metaphors at all. I'm I'm sorry, Amy. Um, But um, we're mixing them and you're aware of it, but you're thinking, well, what we're trying to do is um, get over a message in lots of different ways and sometimes different pictures explain uh, the theme that we're wanting to do. Now, uh, right at the beginning, Danny talked about our quest for new wine and for new wineskins and you know, I know Anthony is going to talk possibly more on this later, so I don't want to say anything he's going to say. But you could say, well, how do you define what new wine is and how do you de- define what a, a new wine skin is? But let's just make it very simple. If you want change in your life, that um, new wine, it can be a seed, it can be a new idea, it can be uh, a new, new relationship, it can be some, a new job, it can be anything that's new, even a new re- re- uh, revelation. It can be something that is going to give you an opportunity to change your life. But then the wineskin is you. And unless you have got the capacity to take that into your being, then it will just uh, rot away and die and nothing will become of that opportunity. Now, um, that film seems very environmentally, uh, you know, um, uh, what? Pointed, thank you. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word there. Um, But you can be in a position where you have cut down the last tree, so to speak, in your life and you feel you've got nothing left, no material, as it were, to to do anything or build anything. Uh, And if you've seen that film, basically because all the trees have been cut down, there's no more air to breathe. And of course, some incredibly, um, you know, greedy guy comes along and starts putting air into bottles and so he sells it. Um, in order for him to become very rich, because the people are very poor, all because the very thing that was given to them to create air for them, they had cut down them all. And so I don't know what lesson there is for you uh, personally tonight that this is uh, going to bring to you, but I know that there are things that I was either putting in my life or taking away from my life that I needed to look at and say, no more, I want change, and therefore there has to be something new happening. Uh, Socrates said, an unexamined life isn't worth living. Now that's powerful stuff. And I do know that we all have to be a bit more responsible for examining our lives on a regular basis to find out what it is that we need to put in place to make those changes we want. So this is a a phrase I want to just leave you with. Um, Change can only come 
when we understand that our current beliefs or behaviours are costing us heavily. And when we've realised that, we might likely to sit up and say, let's have some change. And how it was written uh, in that last clip, it was, unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing's going to get better, it's not. And it might be that you feel that you're the thing uh, that you're not caring about enough. Well, unless you care an awful lot, nothing's going to get better, it's, it's not. So there's new opportunities that are come on a, on a regular basis to you. The first thing is just spot them, just see them. And if you're willing, are you going to embrace them? And then are you going to be flexible enough in your being to allow them to find a space and so that they can grow? So tonight we want to uh, make sure there's many different ways tonight that you might see that there's opportunity uh, for you to grow and for you to maintain that growth. So we're going to sing a song. It's, it's, it's a song that was particularly chosen. The power of your love. So if, guys, if you want to come. And um, the one thing I do know, that any opportunity that comes to us through the mercies of God on a regular basis, that without understanding love in our lives, we're not likely to care at all. And it's the love of God in our hearts that allows us to tap into that love for ourselves. So let's sing this and then we'll move on. Thank you. I can always tell by what an audience laughs at what they're really like when they're not in this building. I'm a northerner. And uh, we northerners particularly have a certain way of seeing things and... Um, I'm not sure that my dad, if I'd have told him I was taking up ballet, would have, uh, would have had even a more tolerant uh, opinion of that. You know, we northerners, when it gets down to about minus 40, get the top coat out, not like these southerners. And it's, um, you know, the whole thing is with this that uh, for Billy's dad... He, he did not know how tolerant he was until something stretched him in an area that made him feel uncomfortable and that he had not got a predetermined answer to. And uh, when we're talking about new wine, um, in Bible terms, it always signifies the inner true essence of life. But I think sometimes... We have had a tendency in the church, and I, I would plead guilty to this, of sometimes over-spiritualizing this, where we think, you know, this invisible essence of the Holy Spirit, which is often described as wine, comes in, and then there's all these kind of spiritual butterflies that challenge me, and it's my response to those butterflies that is the issue of the new wine in the wineskin. When actually the issue is it's as life pours into us as a wineskin, with all its quirks and issues, it begins to challenge areas of our life as to whether that life can, whether that wineskin of our life can stretch to accommodate what life is actually pouring into us. There's another part of that, I'm going to read you just a couple of scripture in a moment, because Jesus also talks about putting patches on old garments. And, and new garments always signify outward appearance. So there's something about the inside and there's something about the outside. Let me read you this from, from the Gospel of Luke, what Jesus said. He told them this parable, No one, 
And, and I have written here in brackets something that's not in the Bible because they were too nice to put this, but probably should have. No one, unless they are stupid, tears a patch from a new garment and sews it on an old one. If he does, he will have torn the new garment and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins, the wine will run out and the wineskins will be ruined. No new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And no one after drinking the old wine wants the new, for he says the old is better. Now, of course, we're talking in first century Middle Eastern cultural vernacular here because we don't tend to go to Asda or Sainsbury's and buy wine in wineskins, you know, from a vat. Uh, but of course, that was the medium by which my wine was, was stored and sold and kept. And, and in the metaphor of the whole thing, it was important because the issue was that the wine that was being sold would always ferment in the bottle. It would ferment in the skin. Now, when you don't have the bottle, the truth is, if the skin couldn't stretch to accommodate the fermentation, the movement, the expression of the wine, the life that was within it, then what Jesus was saying, if you try to put that in something that refuses to be ready to accept that, you will burst the skin, or in other words, your life will come apart, and what should be life to you will be spilled, and then the process has to keep being relived over and over and over again, because we don't store what it is. So in the Billy Elliot film, Billy doing ballet put, put pressure on his dad in areas where his dad, where it was most sensitive, and that's what new wine tends to do, despiritualizing it a bit, that's what life tends to do. We don't notice the stuff that's pushing on areas that we're kind of okay. We only notice the stuff that we, we have terms, here's our terms, it really pushes my button. It really gets on my way. It does my head in. All those are phrases that are saying my wineskin is not able to move to accommodate what life is doing at the moment. So, so Jesus suggested that anyone trying to do either of these things, put new wine in old wineskins or put a, a new patch on an old garment, that anyone trying to do these things in life was pretty stupid. And I don't want you to be stupid. If I can take stupid out of some of us tonight, I'll be happy that we've done something. The problem is that most of what shows up as new wine in our lives come from sources other than our own choosing and applies pressure in our lives in areas that we would not have selected. See, I might be the new wine to you because what I'm bringing is life but it might not be in an area that you would have selected, nor might you have chosen that who I am and what I am saying and what I do or who someone else is and what they're doing and what they do is what you would like to receive. But guess what? That's life. This is called life. Life happens and it pours into our wineskin. And Jesus was saying, your wineskin needs to be ready to accommodate the pressures that will happen inside of you because of the new wine, because of life, because of all that it brings. Now call it life or call it God or call it God working within the movements of life, but the question is the same. Can this wineskin hold what is being asked to hold or is something new required? 
You might need something new tonight. You might need a new wineskin because you can't hold what is required within you. Jesus' statement asks whether in our attempts to deal with life as it comes at us, we are patching or resisting rather than replacing. Now, I want you to get that on board. Are you patching or resisting or replacing? You see, lots of us try to patch up our life. And so we try to find something. And yeah, it can be anything. It can be some guru's wisdom from the internet. You know, it can be taking up, you know, going to the gym for the three times, regardless of the membership, but at least you go for your three times or whatever. You know, it might be yoga classes or whatever it is. But very often what we're trying to do is patch up something in our life that is torn, but all it does ultimately is it makes the tear worse, is Jesus' point, because the problem is not patching the tear. The point is the garment needs replacing. If there's something going on, there needs to be replacement therapy, not repairing therapy. And that's what the new wineskin is all about. So we don't patch and we don't resist but we need to be replacing. A new wineskin is one that expands in all directions in response to the fermentation of the life or the wine within. When that characteristic is gone, the stretching, when that characteristic is gone, there will be an outburst followed by a loss. This is Jesus' point. If you're not having a renewed wineskin that can be flexible in all areas towards what life is doing and the new wine and the way God is trying to develop you and bring you to all that you're supposed to be, at some point there will be an outburst. He says the skin will burst and the wine will be lost. How many of you have ever had an outburst? That outburst is because we were not flexible we didn't have a renewed wineskin, we got hard, we got stiff, and then we couldn't accommodate the life that was pouring into us to change us and bring freshness. Drinking wine's good, I like wine. I, I couldn't have it when I was younger because I felt it was such a bad sin, but I like wine because wine is about life, you see. So the issue is not just the wineskin and the carry, it's about what then will the wine, when the wine has become what the wine is supposed to become, do to you? Because in the Old Testament, it says wine makes your heart glad. So no one, least of all, God is expecting you to adapt to life. You're being challenged to change. That was Jesus' point. Don't adapt, change. But you can only change if your wineskin, your life, your heart, your attitude, your being is flexible enough that when life is pressuring you, you move with that fermentation so that ultimately what comes out is the new wine of life that God's put in you. So Luke adds this strange verse at the end of that thing. He says, and no one after drinking old wine wants the new for he says or she says or they say the old is better. That means that there will always be those who say... I wanted what we had. I wanted to stick with what we'd got. I didn't want things to change. He's not proposing that, that the old wine in this context is better. He's saying that some of you will never experience what you could experience of becoming renewed as a person because all you want to do is hang on to the old, but the old has gone dead and your skin has gone dead and it's time for a change. So life rarely affords you that privilege of sticking and staying because life is changing. So nearly done. 
One more verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, the old has gone and the new has come. So therefore, the overriding question becomes, what does it mean to be in Christ? Because if it, anyone is in Christ, it says he is a new creation, that's a new wineskin, the old has gone, the new has come. Now, I cannot claim to fully know what this means, <laughs> except to say that to be willing to be in Christ is to be willing to lose me into the work of another. There's something of the mystery of this where you have to come to the end of yourself and say, this is the end of me, I need a new wineskin. And there's this mystery of if anyone is in Christ, which means losing yourself into what has been done for you in the work of God through Christ, is the beginning to that new wineskin being developed. And then you'll realise this not only can hold the wine, because no wineskin was ever created so that wine could be stored. All wineskins were created so that wine could be drunk. Okay, it's about life being released and I believe the full life of the creator, the full life of God in you that when we find the mystery of that place, so I want you to find what it means to be in Christ so that you're a new creation and then all that new wine in you will be taken up in the absorption of that reality so that as it pours out, you will know that life is coming out in all its fullness. So in all our mixed metaphors, <laughs> there is a truth that uh, there is a seed that needs to grow inside of all of us. Yeah. I do believe that um, on many occasions, religious thinking has done what the Lorax film talks about. It actually ultimately cuts down the very things that give the breath of life, that if we just breathe in that air that is the breath of life, we would, we would live again. But um, Aloysius, Aloysius O'Hare, who I, I would not recommend having your hair cut like that, please don't. He got the whole thing of selling air in bottles. So you control the whole thing and you control the people. And so the whole story is the people are in bondage to a man-created situation because the trees have been cut down. The trees that would absorb the carbon dioxide and give the air, they can no longer breathe. So somebody's selling them air. One guy wrote a book um, about how Christianity is often developed with the wonderful gospel that came through Jesus which he called selling water by the river, which is the same principle that sometimes we have developed a system that, that, that promotes the sense of lack in you so that you will pay something to have what is already there for you to receive and what you get uh, is always a, a poor relation to the real thing that you could possibly have. I love what Danny said. I thought it was presented beautifully. And, um, you know, this whole idea that, um, you know, sometimes the wineskin might be the acceptance of what is. Do you get that? Sometimes the wineskin might be the acceptance of what is. 
but allowing the planting of the seeds of life among the stubble of what was. And that whole illustration that, that Danny gave, the new wineskin was not what you'd think the new wineskin was. And I think I grew up thinking the new wineskin was this incredible purity of life and this incredible holiness and, and, and righteousness that was a, an outward show of things that only in that environment could you possibly get the seed of life to grow. So always struggling to, to somehow create the wineskin rather than just be the wineskin. We were trying to create something, not just be something. And yet with Danny's illustration there, when his brother has allowed the wineskin just to be the wineskin, and you look at it and it's full of roots and stubble of what was, but somehow, and I love the thing about you use a cross drill to, uh, to plant the seed. That's another metaphor, isn't it? He used the cross drill among the stubble that allows the seed to be planted and then actually the acceptance of all that has been becomes the nutrition to feed the new life that grows out of it because it was no longer about you trying to correct the problems, the faults, the things that you saw as, as, as contrary to life, but you within that allowing the seed of life to be planted. That's why in essence God became human flesh so that among the stubble and the roots of broken humanity, the cross drill got to work and Jesus was planted, not in the ploughed field where everything was taken away, but Jesus was planted into the roots and the stubble and the brokenness. And guess what? He prospered and he grew and life came and, and he released that life to us that this is when you receive it, you're saying I'm receiving that same seed of life which is Christ in me and me in Christ that will grow through the stubble and out of the stubble and save me a lot of money and time and energy that I thought I had to do to create the environment for this to grow and suddenly a new harvest begins to come. You know, it's interesting that um, uh, AA was started by a Christian guy and he realized that, that you had to begin in Alcoholics Anonymous with the acceptance, hi, I'm Anth, I'm an alcoholic. It was none of the thing of sort that out, make all these promises, stop this, fix that, do that. It was like, okay, let's just keep the stubble and the roots, okay? Let's not try and dig all that out, but let's get the cross drill and let's put a seed in there that says, but I acknowledge I need a higher power to help me. And so there's never an issue of saying, I used to be, anybody who's been to AA, I haven't, but, but, but if I was struggling, I might do. But they never say, I was an alcoholic, right? This is a Christian guy developed this. They always say, I am. I, my name's this and I am. But that doesn't mean that they're drinking themselves silly. It means they've acknowledged the stubble, the stuff that Danny talked about. It's in the soil, it's there, but the cross drill has put a seed in there. And the Lorax in our mixed metaphor was saying, listen, if you can just get the seed, the seed of life, which I believe comes in the power of God in Christ, outworking this thing by coming into a world of stubble and not ploughing us up, but planting himself among us so that life will come. I believe that that's when the new wine can absolutely prosper. I believe change is not something that happens alone. And I want you to let Christ into that equation 
as you just let the seed come in the stubble of your life. So I just want to take a moment just to pray. Because new wineskins, you know, it just dawned on me tonight, sometimes when we talk about things like new wineskin and garments, we immediately start thinking of the work that I must do to create the environment in which the wine can do what the wine does. And that, that's a wrong understanding. It's the issue of into this, into who I am, into the very thing that I am. If I will allow that seed to come, it brings the life. It, 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 it does what it needs to do from the, from the inside out. And that's where transformation comes from. You know, sometimes we just need to, to yield our own hearts. And I think, you know, I, I was raised a certain way of seeing things. And, and you know, I've, I've thought much and challenged. But sometimes this idea of, of inviting Christ into one's life, or maybe even better... Uh, uh, um, understanding you've been invited into his life is something sometimes we need to say, I accept that, I receive that. Maybe that's where the seed starts to sow. If you want to do that tonight, please do it. And I just want to pray for you. Father, in this house tonight, may the seed come, may the seed grow among the stubble, among the unplowed ground, but to be received and grow, to become the life that it was always meant to be so that the grace of your goodness that has come to us will so spring up in our lives that we will be beneficiaries and people who've experienced the fact that if any man is in Christ, he is the new creation, that the old is gone and the new is come. I believe that's the promise of your gospel and I receive it tonight and may we receive it in this place today so that we can say and sing and shout without reservation that I am changing. Thanks for listening to another Q York podcast. If you've been inspired by what you've heard today, then why not email us at info at qyork.co.uk and let us know who you are and where you're listening from. We love that you're listening to us and we'd love to hear from you too. Did you know you can also watch all of the talks from Q on our YouTube channel? Just go to youtube.com forward slash qchurchyork. We look forward to having you with us again soon. Until then, enjoy the quest.